It's time for The Bright Side, a coaching radio show sponsored by P-Link Coaching Center for Excellence. The purpose of this podcast is to encourage, inspire, and educate clients to live and lead as their most authentic, creative, and empowered selves. To bring P-Link coaches into your organization, visit their website at plinkcoachingcenter.com and click the Work With Us button on the homepage. And now, here is the host of The Bright Side, Alexis Robin, executive coach and co-founder of P-Link to bring you 10 minutes of insight, theory, and actionable tips to support you on your journey to becoming the best version of yourself. Good morning, this is Alexis Robin with The Bright Side, and today we're talking about what skills do you need to flourish in today's world, a world that's constantly changing. So there are five skills at the core of thriving in a a constantly changing world. And this show is based on a fantastic video that I watched uh, on a website called letitripple.org. I have posted the link to the video. It's called The Adaptable Mind on our Facebook page, which is P-Link Coaching Center for Excellence. Uh, on Facebook. So go ahead and check that out. If you want to watch the video, highly recommend it is 11 minutes. So just, you know, maybe watch it while you're standing in line somewhere or on your lunch break while you're eating your sandwich. Uh, but basically they talk about, um, they, they went out and started to study and say like, what skills are the most important for students to be learning in school for, uh, adults to be developing in terms of continuing their education and personal knowledge and you know what do those look like and and how do we know what we should be focusing on and as they what they discovered is that as technology is changing how we operate in the world the skills that we need are changing as well so things like memorization and routine tasks and even this need to drive a car is now becoming something that may not be that important anymore so you think about what that would be like um you know, when we stop memorizing things because it's just all available on our smartphone. Siri's already memorized it for us. Um, so the five, uh, the five skills are curiosity, creativity, taking initiative, multidisciplinary thinking, and empathy. So these are the five skills, and I'll take you through each one in detail. But curiosity, when you think about how much information is coming our way today, uh, you've heard me say on other shows, Dan Goldman says that we are now processing five times as much information daily as we were 20 years ago, which is a lot more information. And so the difference between skimming and actually engaging in information is curiosity. So we can skim it all and see like, oh yeah, I saw that article, but did you engage in it? Did you get curious? Did you think about it? Did you ask yourself questions about it? And being curious is about thinking about what ideas aren't already out there we're reading ideas, but what else is is not already out there that we might be able to come up with? UC Davis recently did a study where they showed learning, memory, and reward centers of the brain were engaged when curiosity was at its peak. So when you think about learning, curiosity is a is a key point in that. Um, also, if you think about you know human beings being curious versus machines, machines are really created to follow a designated path, to follow rules. So, um, you know, you hear kind of like, oh, robots are going to take all of our jobs, and they will take some jobs for sure because that's an efficient way to do things. But um, 
But our brains, our human brains, are built to adapt and ask questions that lead to unexpected pathways. So when you think about a machine following a you know designated pathway, we as human beings can um, be thinking in ways that lead to new unexpected pathways, and that's where curiosity comes in. The next uh, skill set, strength, uh, feature, attribute, whatever you want to call it, characteristic is creativity, and Creativity is often thought of as part of art, um, but really we're talking about creativity in every context. So art, science, synthesizing ideas, mathematics, human relations, like any kind of creativity, anything that's new, a new way of thinking about something. Uh, the Harvard professor Howard Gardner calls creativity or likens it to liberating human energy, which I just love. You think about, you have all, we have all this energy and how do we put it into the world? We put it in through something creative, whether it's writing, whether it's a new scientific process, whether it's a hypothesis or research. So this is about how you bring your own ways to connect ideas in new ways. So what, you know, looking at different researchers' information and connecting that to come up with new ideas, that's something that we like to play with a lot at, on our team at P-Link. Uh, we read a lot of different articles. We read latest research in positive psychology and neuroscience, and, and then we see where the, the crisscross is, and that's a really fun way for us to put our work into the world. So um, we also know that we have more creative thoughts as the mind wanders. So when you think about you know, exercising or doing dishes or going for a walk in the woods and just allowing your mind to wander, that's when you're going to get your most creative thoughts. The challenge is when we've constantly got a device in our face and we're kind of actually building this intolerance to boredom where any moment that we have to sit where we might be letting our mind wander, we pull out our phones and start, you know, playing a game or doing something, um, that's dangerous to creativity. So you want to think about where spaces where I can be thinking and letting my mind wander. Maybe being bored's okay. Uh, the third skill for thriving in today's world is taking initiative. So it's great to be curious and have creativity, but you got to do something with it. And one of the very human skill sets that we use or some of the human skill sets that we use to take initiative is our intuition and our judgment to discern what ideas to take action on and you know when to take action on ideas so it also helps us to reach out to people and get more information to ask questions which takes us to the fourth skill set which is multidisciplinary thinking and we talk a lot about multidisciplinary thinking in terms of strength-based leadership, where we're, we're talking about getting teams together that are uh, well-rounded and have strengths in different areas, have different um, types of people, more diverse people, because when you have an idea, you want to share it. You want to find out what do other people think about it? What do, you know artists think about it? What would a scientist think about it? What would somebody from a different culture think about it? What would a child think about it? What would a, an elderly person think about it? F figuring out like how can we think about this in all different ways versus just looking at it through the lens that we have for ourselves. So that really moves us from this kind of private thinking and this solo mind to a social mind. 
And we use that social mind to communicate and transfer ideas and collaborate. And collaboration, you hear a lot about this um, now in the workplace where we have to have cross-functional teams, we want to collaborate, how can we work together? Um, but when you're working together, you go faster because you have all different ideas and all different skill sets. So um, even though collaborating is messy and you have to really kind of know what you don't know and what you do know and what you need to ask um, or what you don't even know you need to ask, these are all things you need to be curious about. Um, think about when you're collaborating, how can you be really sure that you're open to being having your mind changed? So when I, um, when I heard this question first in the video, I thought, wow, that's a great question. You know, how many times do I get on the phone with somebody and say, oh, I'd love your feedback, but it's really like, I don't want your feedback. I just think I should ask for your feedback. I've already decided what the answer is. Um, the reality is, is that we often have our decision ready to go. So, um, so now I've been asking myself, how am I really sure that my mind is open to being changed on this? And if not, how can I get into that place before I make the ask so that I can um, open myself up? And that takes us to the very last skill set, which is empathy. And this idea of empathy is imagining what it would be like for somebody else, for sensing motives and skills of others. And it takes practice. Empathy is, is not always easy. For some people, it comes very easy. For other people, it's very hard. And what's interesting, though, is that uh, empathy can start as early as five years old. And you see this with little kindergartners kind of huddling around their friend who maybe fell and, and hurt their knee or they're missing their parents in the first weeks of school um, and trying to comfort each other. Like that is just a really awesome show of empathy. And then we practice it and we grow throughout our lifetime. And so Brene Brown, who's one of the um, researchers that we study, she talks about how empathy can be learned. So it's, we know it's important and it's, um, it's definitely part of what makes us human. So they recently... Um, there was a three-decade study uh, in colleges that shows that empathy is dramatically dropping in our society. And that's a problem because as we lose empathy, we stop being able to think multidisciplinary thinking. We stop being able to um, understand where other people may be coming from and solve for a larger uh, picture outside of our own thinking. So we really, you know, empathy is really the core for communicating. It's the core ability to working together. And if you want to be part of a rapidly changing world, you've really got to build this skill. So the skills we need to be successful in today's world in any profession, the skills our students are going to need for the future, the skills our children are going to need to thrive, the, the skills that we need to develop right now are really boiling down to being human. And so when I hear people afraid of like, oh, the, the machines are going to take over the world, they're going to take over some things, yes, for sure. But um, we need to work on being human, which are the qualities that machines don't have. So these qualities have been the engine of innovation and survival for years. So we've just now come to a place in, the, in time where our... Curiosity, our creativity, the taking initiative, the multidisciplinary thinking, and the empathy are just as important as our knowledge. So it's not enough anymore to just be competent. We have to be both 
building character, building consciousness, and, um, and being competent. So both are important. So these are the skills that you need to flourish in today's world. Come uh, visit us on Facebook to watch that video, P-Link Coaching Center for Excellence, or visit us on the web, plinkcoachingcenter.com. We've got a library full of goodies for you, and you can listen to this show again if you caught it live on our podcast there. Thanks so much. Have a great week. We'll see you next week, same time.